I want to thank you for joining us today on the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you didn't know, we have a 24-7 prayer hotline. It's staffed by Teen Challenge staff members who are ready to pray with you anytime, anywhere. Call us today at 888-520-0620. And if you know someone who is struggling with addiction and needs to come into our program, you can refer them to this same number, 888-520-0620, and we can help them begin their new life. I hope you're ready because we're continuing in our series from Ron Brown's Leadership Devotionals. Today, you're going to hear a devotional that our executive director, Ron Brown, shared with his leadership team called Trusting in God's Character in Difficult Times. If you haven't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast channel today. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out, and it's a way for us to stay in touch during these difficult times. God bless you today, my friends. I want to share just very briefly um, a, a devotional today, uh, trusting in God's character um, in difficult times. Uh, I think all of us know that there are difficult times that are in the earth right now, uh, and this is really the time that we must trust in God's character in the midst of all the things that we see going on around us, including the pandemic, uh, the restlessness of people's hearts, and all of the divisiveness that is going on, not only in our nation, but around the world. Psalm 107 verse 1 says, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, <laughs> hallelujah, and his Love endures forever. Some translations call uh, on that part where it says his love endures forever, uses loving kindness endures forever, his mercy endures forever, his steadfast love endures forever, his faithful love endures forever. This is God's, <clears throat> God's character, and this is God's nature. He's a, he's a God who is altogether good. Hallelujah. Uh, and you can trust in his faithfulness. You can trust in his love. Um, in Hebrew, God and loving kindness uh, are completely united. They're the same thing. You can't have one without the other. It's impossible uh, to have to say God and not say good and say loving kindness at the same time because he is his nature. Hallelujah. In Habakkuk chapter 2, um, he was looking around and God had told him to write down a vision that he gave him. We don't know exactly what that vision was because he didn't elaborate the vision, but he trusted God that even though it may tarry, that vision would come to pass. I want you to know that God's vision for us, uh, for you individually, for your family, it will come to pass, though it may seem like it's tarrying and it's waiting. Trust in the Lord in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the difficulty, knowing that through his nature of goodness, through his nature of mercy and grace and loving kindness, he will bring to pass what he has promised. Our faith is based on trust in the character of God uh, who proclaimed that he would deliver us and he would bring to pass his will in our lives. The world seems to be full of evidence that God is not able to deliver. Evil is continuing to pervade throughout the land. You know, I got some statistics on drug addiction. Last year alone, I believe there was 10.1 million people uh, tried opioid or using opioids in our nation for the first time. Uh, I mean, some of these statistics are just ast ast uh, astounding. 
when we look around the world, we see corruption that flows like water, uh, whether it's through governments or through individuals oppressing one another. Injustice covers the land like rain. <laughs> uh, we confront collapsing civilization, seems like everywhere we turn. Uh, different groups of people are being uh, put aside and put in prison and um, just brutalized. There's a rise of anarchy. Um, it just seems like the flood of evil goes on and on and on. When we look at those things around us, we must look back to Psalm 107 verse 1 and say, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He is good and his loving kindness endures forever. But God seems sometimes to be silent, but he's not silent. <laughs> his purposes are rushing towards completion even when we can't see it. We have his promises, stand upon his promises, hallelujah. Psalm 4610 says, be, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Verse number 11 says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress, hallelujah. So in the midst of all of the chaos, in the midst of all of the circumstances around us that would tell us that God is not present, remember that he is present. I want to read the passage from Psalm 11, uh, verse, starting in verse 3. It says, when the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur, a scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. The upright will see his face. Hallelujah. The upright will see his face. <clears throat> when we look at God, uh, as, as being good, and that his loving kindness endures forever, part of his loving kindness is that he takes care of the enemy. Hallelujah. His loving kindness comes towards the righteous, and he gives us strength. He gives us hope. He increases our faith, and he gives us wisdom. But in his loving kindness also contains that other side of his love that takes care of the enemy. So we don't have to uh, worry about that. We don't have to fight um, as though we don't have any hope. God will take care of the enemy. That is all part of his loving kindness. I know we don't think about God's loving kindness like that, but God's loving kindness takes care of the enemy uh, as well as taking care of his family, taking care of his children. So in the midst of all that is going on, all the circumstances around us, trust in God's character. Oswald Chambers says that when we lose sight of God, we begin to be reckless. We cast off certain restraints. We cast off the restraint of prayer. We cast off the restraint of vision of God working in the little things, and we begin to act on our own initiative because we don't expect God to come and help us. May we not cast off the restraint of God's word because that word is forever settled in heaven. Let us not cast off the restraint of his character, of, of, of 
honoring him in his character because God is with us. When I think about in the garden, Adam and Eve, they cast off the restraint of their fellowship with God and they lost vision. They could not see God anymore. And as a result, we know the rest of the story. They determined to do what was right in their own eyes. Any society, any people who decide to cast off the restraint of God's word and do what is right in their own eyes, it leads to a path that brings about heartache, sorrow, destruction, and separation from God. So let us trust in God's character. Let us not cast off the restraint of his word, but let us stay constrained by his word, that even though our hearts may be shaken, the foundations, as it says, it says the foundations are shaken. Even though the foundations may be shaken, we will remember, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his loving kindness his mercy, his steadfast love endures forever. Amen. So be encouraged today that we're going to trust in the Lord. We're not going to cast off the restraint of his word. We're not going to cast off the restraint of prayer. We're not going to cast off the restraint of having a vision beyond what we can see with our eyes because the eyes of our understanding have been enlightened with the knowledge that God is with us. And in that place, we will persevere. And he made it very clear in his word that he knows how to take care of the enemy. All we need to do is keep the armor on and fight the good fight. Uh, but his, his everything is in his timing and in his will when he will take care of all of the enemies and put them all under his feet. We are to just believe in him, trust in him, and persevere in faith in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for serving so faithfully uh, in the ministry. Um, and when we see these things going on around us, let there be a word of encouragement that is on your lips to those who are wondering what's going on in the world. It just seems like evil is taking over. People are unreasonable. They don't want to, uh, to, to get along. They want to just tear the fabric of everything apart. What's going on? You tell them God is good and his mercy endures forever. Well, it sure doesn't look like it, man. Look like uh, my, the, my, my generation or the generation of my kids uh, or my grandkids, they're just not going to make it. There won't be an earth left. There won't be anything left because there's so much violence, so much chaos. The Lord is good. And his loving kindness, his steadfast love, his mercy endures forever. And from that place, we will have confidence and we will have the hope and the faith to keep moving forward, fulfilling his will with the constraint of God's word upon our lives. And we will see his goodness in the land of the living. Amen. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.